tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. <laughs> TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now... Let the buzz begin! Hello, AfterBuzz TV slash Bob's Burgers fans, and welcome to the inaugural episode of the Bob's Burgers After Show! Yay! This is great! Sadly, it's season six, episode one. We've been doing this all along, but doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. We're doing a Bob's Burgers After Show, and it is happening. It's all happening. It's going to be great. I'm so excited. I love this show so much. Uh, that <laughs> Alexis just re- reeled away from my, oh my enthusiasm. Oh yeah. My yep. <laughs> so welcome, guys. I am Emma Fife. You can find me all over the internet at Emma Fife, and I am joined by a fabulous panel of ladies this evening. I will allow you to introduce yourselves, starting with the lady in the Batman shirt on the end. Hi, I'm Alexis Torres. You can find me all over social media as A Torres, and also Tina is my spirit animal. Yeah. <laughs> I am Elena Jordan. You can find me on Twitter at Elena Jordan and on Instagram at that Elena Jordan girl. And guys, make sure if you have not done so already to head over to iTunes and subscribe. You can also find us on all those usual places that you find podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, all that good stuff, as well as on YouTube. Make sure to subscribe, comment, rate on YouTube's, give us a thumbs up on iTunes, give us those five stars, leave us your reviews, let us know what you think, because uh, we like to hear from you guys. Uh, also, you guys can communicate with us using the hashtag ABTVBobsB, because we couldn't just do BB, because there's too many BB shows, and Bob's Burgers is too long for a hashtag because we want to be able to tweet other things in our tweets. I like Bob's B. I like Bob's B, too. I think it encompasses it really well. Awesome. Yeah, exactly. And you know exactly what it is. (laughs) Yeah. I would hope so. (laughs) So, Season 6, Episode 1, Sliding Bob's, of course, a a play on the sliding doors. Do you guys remember that movie with Gwyneth Paltrow? Yep. That was great. Uh, And basically, the premise of it is what would have happened if the circumstances under which Bob and Linda met had been different, specifically if Bob had not had a mustache. I love that that's how how it all started, was (laughs) the fact that he's like, it looks like he's trying to work on himself, which is rare for me. I was like, oh, he's trying to lose weight. Good for you. Yeah. And he goes to take a shower after a long, hard workout and he notices that hair is like falling (laughs) out and he's like, oh... It's probably my, uh, God, my ball spot getting larger. And it's like, no, it's actually your mustache. Yeah. No, I love that he gets his whole family to check his bald spot. Yes. Like, like is, a, is it bigger? Is it, <laughs> they're like, no, your bald spot is exactly the same. Yeah, it's the size of a mayonnaise jar. So overall thoughts on the episode before we start talking about some of the more specific details. I think there was a very missed slider opportunity. Yes, yes I, I agree. Completely that was the only you. thing. I was like, all right, come on. Come on, Bob's Burgers. You, <laughs> loves pun- you love puns Punch. just as much as they I do. do, and that's why I love you. <laughs> yeah, I agree, because it was, there was this really good sort of double entendre between 
the sliding doors analogy and sliding bobs like sliders I burgers. I was expecting it to be sliders. That's yeah. what I wanted. And yeah. I was just like sliding burgers. Yeah. Nope. There were no, there womp, were no, womp. there was not one slider in this whole episode. No. That, I'm so upset. <laughs> that was a letdown. Alexis, do you, no, your I was, initial thoughts? I was super excited to see, cause I've always wanted to know how Bob and Linda yeah, got yeah, together. Yeah, totally. It didn't hit me until six seasons later. Wait. Yeah. Six seasons yeah. later that we didn't get that story and I think it's so it's so Bob and Linda to be like oh I smacked you in the face and my ring got stuck in your giant luxurious Tom Selecki mustache <laughs> yeah. Tom, Tom Selecki is my that's my new Tom favorite yeah, Tom Selecki it sounds like, it sounds like an alien but with Tom Selecki's face yes. on it or just mustaches I did think it was kind of crazy though that the first episode this season there are no burgers at all no, it's not just yeah. sliders. Right. There are no burgers. You're right. It's hot dogs. That's right. Because the only time we're in the restaurant is in what Tina's is story. Hugo's hot dogs. Oh, but I man. did like that they still had because my favorite thing to look at is the whatever business is on the right mm-hmm. when the opening credits. Yeah, which, yeah. The outlet, outlet, electrical supplies. Yes. Good on you guys. Yes. I yeah. liked it. No, it was but, awesome. And then the specials. And so I like that it was just boring kielbasa dogs. I know. Yeah. I was like, that's so lame. I was like, aww. Well, and that when they came in in the end, and, and Bob was the health inspector instead of Hugo, and he's like, we hear you've been using actual wiener dogs to make your wieners. And he's like, yeah, isn't that what you're supposed to do? And I was just like, is that the way you make gourmet wieners? And no. I was just like, yeah. Hugo, that is just the epitome of you, buddy. Yep. That was yeah. terrible. <laughs> so yeah, basically at the beginning of the episode, we find out, you know, that Bob is losing some of his mustache hair. He's like, I think I'm going to shave it off. Linda's like, no, it's the most important facet Did, of our relationship. Hasn't he lost his mustache before? I feel like this has happened at least once. You know, where, like, I feel like the happened. mustache has been in peril. It, yeah, yeah this is like before. several times. Yeah, but this is the first episode where the focus has been the mustache oh being in peril. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen so many mustaches in my life. <laughs> and, and, Animated wise. <laughs> and, and so despite the fact that Bob discourages them from doing so, the kids all decide to wildly speculate about what would have happened if Bob had not had a mustache when he and Linda met. I love that because I, I, I have to, I have to, I have to say this quote because it's one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. I agree with Jean, where a world without Jean is not a world I want to live I in. Know. Yes, <laughs> I love Jean. Well, I guess we'll never know, but we can wildly <laughs> speculate. <laughs> no, like, please, no, no. <laughs> it all started. <laughs> so good, and Jean just jumps right into it. Now, this reminded me a little bit of that uh, episode. So last season, it was, I think, called Gail's Tales, mm-hmm. where they were all telling stories to Gail, to I try love- to, their Aunt Gail, to try to convince her to take them to this concert. I don't know what it is about Aunt Gail, but anytime she comes across that, Linda! Like, oh my god, I would just, like, lose my mind of how adorable she is, I and know. also I want all of her cats to Oh, say. right, right. I know, right? I um, loved in that, the, that detail that she was the queen of cats to roast <laughs> in Louise's uh, Game of Thrones tale. It was the coolest thing in the world. I'm still on that high. But, t- cool but Tina's tale was my favorite, because I'm a huge Jane Austen nerd, so it was, that was so, good. so amazing. <laughs> if you haven't seen I it, love, go watch the last season. I love when they do the kids' stories. Me too! So cool. They're so, so good. Cool. Because each of the kids' stories is such a great reflection of their own personality. Oh, It's yeah. such a good way to kick off the season, too, because it really shows the dynamic of the family to somebody yeah. who maybe hasn't seen the show yet. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So it appeals to wide-range audience, but then also diehard Bob's Burgers fans. Totally. Yes. And that's the thing that, that is really great about Bob's Burgers is it is a very episodic show. You can yeah. pick up kind of anywhere in Bob's Burgers 
And sure, I think you definitely get a lot more enjoyment out of it if you've been watching it from the beginning, but you don't have to watch it from the beginning to generally get what's going on and enjoy this show because ultimately the show is so much about this really positive family dynamic. It's so good. Um, It's it's like you say, Alexis, like Tina is your spirit animal. She's she's my spirit animal. I think we all have a little bit of Tina in us. Yeah. And I mean, I think that's the other thing that I love about the kids that you have a little bit of each of them. Yeah. Like, Jean is just that overzealous, just like one-liner zinger kind of guy. Tina's just like, everything is just in her own little imagination. I know. And Louise just wants to destroy things yep. and rule the world. Yeah. Like, I'm okay with yeah. every single thing and yeah. I have a bit of every single kid in that. I feel like I talk like Tina, think like Louise, and eat like Jean. That's exactly <laughs> that's exactly how I am. Like, to a T. Gentlemen, look at, look at these look at these ladies. Like, you uh, can't get us yeah. anywhere else. I think I, I think I think like Tina... Act like Louise and eat like, like Jean. Jean. Yeah, like yes. for real, like yes. straight up. <laughs> so it starts with Jean's story, uh, which I have entitled Robo Stash. No, yes. that's what he called it. Yeah. He's called it Robo Stash, and it Officer was Officer Robo Stash. Yes. Thank yes. you. And it's pretty much if you didn't catch that, it was a RoboCop story to a point, even though he wasn't a cop when he walked into the. No, bar. I know that was so funny. How contrived that was. How so? Basically, Bob gets his upper lip cut, and uh, in, in a fabulous. Oh yes, please. Wait, I wrote it down. He says that. Um, Bob's lip was no match for a small cut visibly occluded rose cut diamond to which Bob goes you know an awful lot about diamonds he goes a boy can plan for his big day and I'm like yes Jean I just like that he explains that the reason that they did mustaches was because they tried ding dong yes, they yes, were buggy. and they were buggy and Linda's response is sure sure yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Linda's always her response is like yeah, well that's okay. a given of course well that's right. the thing is that you know it is about these parents relating to their very Weird odd children. children. Yes. <laughs> no. Well, also, Linda is also very I odd. I know. I feel like Bob is normal to a point, but there are times you're like, oh, Bob, you're weird, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. They're so weird, but that's why they go together so yeah, well. Exactly. As Tina said, they go together like peanut butter, butter and Jerry. Jerry. You know, you know, Jerry, Jer- the guy who brought <laughs> peanut butter to school every day, <laughs> Jerry. <laughs> I love that so much. That's the one thing I've always loved so about good. this show, all six seasons and on, or whatever, is that the fact that the writing is so on point. They it don't really have to, is. They don't have to go over the top with anything. It's no, just, it's so it's relatable. It's funny and it hits on the and nose. It's really genius observational humor. Like, yes. my favorite was when later on when he runs into Linda again as Robo oh, Stash. <laughs> and, you know, he's like, oh, I, I remember you. And she's like, yeah, that's why I, I said, said hey, 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 you. And he goes, you can say that to anyone. It's always true. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Like, it really is true. So genius. And also, the one thing I love is that how they describe things. Like my yes. favorite, my second favorite thing is how Gene describe uh, describes the the duties of a Robo Stash, where he's like, yes. it has a revolver, um, a melon baller, paper shredder, universal remote, pencil sharpener, toothpick. Yes. And I think it was like a gas. It was like a gas, not gas mask. It was like a I don't know, a gas gun or something like that. Yeah. And I was just like. So, but I love at the end he's like melon baller. Oh. <laughs> and I'm like, I feel like you're just you're just pulling stuff out of your yep. butt there, Gene. Well, that's, <laughs> well, you know, that's because uh, the mustache unit was bristling yes. with state of the art technology. <laughs> that was the best genius. Thing. Yeah, I love it. So the yeah, the awesome fight between Terminator and a Roomba. Which oh I'm my sorry, God, Terminator, that was amazing. Terminator and a Roomba pretty much look like an Inspector Gadget off. 
I know. But it was terrible. <laughs> well, and I feel but like, I, and I feel guy. like Mr. Fish Odor has like a little bit of like a Dr. Claw vibe about he him. Does. You know what I mean? He has a cat, doesn't he, or something like that? I think so. I feel like he does. I, I feel like I've seen him with a cat at times. I'm trying to think back because the last. He did, but then Aunt Gail took it. Oh! <laughs> I mean, I would not doubt that though. That's so true in my mind. That's another episode. Yeah. Uh, no, but I, I, uh, I loved that the whole plan was that Mr. Fish Odor was going to just drive out the entire population of the town yep. by having nitpicky robo-stash cops. Yes. So that he could build a city-sized theme park. Pretty much. Which I was like, but who's going to go? German tourists! Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yes. That makes sense. <laughs> it's very true. Yeah, and so basically, you know, throughout the whole episode... Tina is constantly trying to be like, no, guys, it's fate. Remember, it's fate. It's great. That's an easy way to remember it. Um, I can't remember the other two ones off the top of my head. It was like something about uh, if there's... Oh, man, I'm so sad I didn't write this down. They had really good quips of of rhyming and bringing yeah. it back to, like, we're not going to be here if it did. I, you know, I remember Jean saying, like, something... It was like Linda and Bob, something, something. Uh, we don't come out of there. And he points yeah, out. Yeah, 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 without yeah. hair, we don't come yes, out of there. there. It is. Thank yeah, you. exactly. I, I can't like, remember what Louise's was. Remember. Louise's was pretty good. It was like something not there. Yeah, it was some. It was something dark. <laughs> yeah, no, that's Always. the other. Th- and that's the other thing about this show is that they have things that are darker. You're like, whoa, but then you're still laughing. at Yeah, them. no, totally. Well, because it, Louise has a very sardonic sense of humor. Yeah. Um. But uh. Yeah. So, but Tina throughout the whole thing is trying to be really positive. So even as Jean is telling her story, she's trying to constantly be like. Haha, see, they're gonna get together. And she's like, no, the story's not over. <laughs> not everyone lives. <laughs> hint, hint. Yes. Uh, and yes, uh, Bob, Bob Robostash does unfortunately lose in his fight to, uh, oh. Mr. Fish Odor and has his mustache knocked off, which we previously learned is going to result in brain explosion. Uh, which- and it- I did not like the way he described that. It made me shiver. Like how he was like, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm like not going to say Water it. up your nose. No! Worst. Oh, the worst imagery you can See, think of it so to, much. I yeah. like, tried to cover my ears and I realized it's just making it worse. But yeah. yes. then knowing that his robo-stash had to live on on a cactus. <laughs> 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 oh, Linda was like, to do. she's like, I don't, I don't know. I don't really have any way to put it. It's, it's, like, it's, my, it's my dying wish. <laughs> Well, I guess I can put it on my cactus. <laughs> and that's when he died. And oh, you're dead. Yeah. You I died. Like, oh, was that really funny? Oh, no, you're dead. Let's be honest. I talk like Linda. That's because <laughs> I just keep yeah. talking. And then I'm and, like, oh, you're dead. I'm sorry. Yeah. But also the great thing about that is you also sing song things like Linda oh, does. Oh, that's true. I love that Linda. At the end I of the episode yeah. was so good. Well, I love that I'm in mar- this story. I'm engaged yeah. to Hugo. <laughs> Am I happy? Yeah, I don't know. know. <laughs> Uh, yes, yeah, so so Jean's story ends in tragedy, but Louise's story is even oh. worse. Oh my gosh, I, was, I love how Bob was just like, and I think I lost more of my dignity in that story. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, great, so we'll go with that one. Yeah, that's obviously that's the right obviously one. the truth. <laughs> so I love, but I love that they have the through line for it too, because before Louise starts talking, she's like, Dad, the internet says you might have testicular yes, failure. Yes, yes. And he's like, let's just talk about something else. Yeah. But look how she's like, look, look your testicles just fail too. Yeah. And he's like, they're trying. Yes. <laughs> yes. No, it was really good because there were three very clear beats to this episode. Yeah. Yes. You know, the Robo Stash story, the be careful what you wish for Louise tale, and then Tina's ultimate. It's a really tale. good one to break down if you're a screenwriter. Totally. Yes. yes. Like yes. it has the perfect arc and you see exactly where act one, act two, Absolutely. act three. There was a giant hero's journey in there yep. somewhere. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was a very well constructed strip. And as you say, Elena, it, they connected 
all of the segments well. really well mm-hmm. in between bringing us back into the actual world. Um, so yes, Louise's tale basically involves... Oh, American werewolf guy? Well, it's okay, but the opening quote to her story was amazing. It was, love at first sight is a powerful thing, but usually one of those people will not be into it. I'm not into it. it. Then it's just sad. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, wow. All right, Tina. You got a little too... I'm not, uh, Louise, that, you got way too real there. That would be a really good start to a movie. Like, I, I feel know. like the anti-romantic comedy, like, that... They could go somewhere. I would totally, totally watch. (laughs) He's not into you too. Yeah. (laughs) Anything said by Kristen Shaw, though, I feel like no, like she's she could say any words, and that would just start a cinematic journey that I want to be a part. I was sad that I didn't hear. Oh no, she did scream in this one. I love when anytime when she like really disagrees, and she's like no. Yeah, like she lo- she does it so well. So basically, in this episode, Bob falls in love with Linda, but Linda is not into Bob, and she's like, "Well, I'm only in town for one night, and I bet you can't grow a mustache in one night. So bye forever." <laughs> <laughs> that was really good. Thank you, thank you <laughs> very much. Very good. Uh, and then, uh, so Bob desperately tries to grow a mustache in one night because he has just got to be with this lady. And he must have just saw Big and decided to go to the cars to the pier. Oh, Seriously. Man. Yeah, that was hilarious when he went to uh, go. go What's Swami? The, the oh yeah, Swami. Bad Swami. Which the the repair guy in there had the same voice as Teddy. I wonder if it yeah. was it supposed, Teddy. It was supposed it was to be Teddy. Teddy. That's yeah. why he, the same guy that was that uh, had indecent exposure. Yeah, in yeah, Robo, yeah. And yeah. Officer Robo says, yes. yeah. Teddy's just part of their lives he, from the beginning. From Teddy the beginning. was just always there. Uh, yeah, so he he makes a wish, which Teddy grants. And mm-hmm. then, then it all goes around. <laughs> and he just starts growing hair uncontrollably. And he's like, oh, you've got a soul patch. Oh, it's coming out of your ears. Oh, you got weird sideburns. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I'm going to throw up. <laughs> I just love that. <laughs> I just love that after Linda shaves him and goes, so turns, the, turns the mirror <laughs> yes. around. It was. It was weirdly sexual. I was like, this is weird. Yeah. <laughs> but Linda's a very sexual character. She is a- <laughs> which, I, which is one of the many things I love about her. Oh my god. But she, when she turned the mirror around and then his hair grew back and she's like, okay, you want to go for a walk? Let's go for a walk. Yes. Oh, good boy. Like she started talking to him like he was a dog. And he's like, I am excited. I just, you know, not when you're saying it like <laughs> But I love that they also like incorporate the Wonder Wharf into each yes. thing too yes. so well. And they have the freak show. It was so hilarious. That's how you know that they're like siblings and they are, they do have great minds that they yes, exactly. implement yeah, other like, stories. Well, yeah, theirs. exactly. Because it's like their stories are believable as stories that kids would tell because they draw so much mm-hmm. from things they would actually know. Yeah. They incorporate a lot of aspects of their real life into these stories. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So they end up at the Wonder Wharf because Bob needs to get a job. And he so applies with Mr. Fish Owner to Education? work in the freak show. That was amazing. Uh, Dartmouth. No, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, Harvard? Harvard? Oh, okay. I got nervous. I didn't go to college. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite, though, has to be the underwear skating guy. Like, yes! yeah, man, he's like, skating. he's okay, like, what society like, cool. will never accept yes! you? <laughs> I love how he just, like, skate by, like, cool. And I was like, oh, so God. awesome. Poor thing. <laughs> yeah. So good. Oh man! I and feel like so, I'm gonna hear that in my head. Just like anytime I'm doing anything, yeah, dumb. yeah. <laughs> Society will never accept you. And so accurate for like the time period. It felt very like Venice in the it 1980s. It did feel very Venice. <laughs> I love like put all. The, can you put all the hair in a bun? I'm like, oh come on, be nice. I like that during his interview for the freak show, Mr. Fish ever asked him, "Can you hang bricks from your nipples?" <laughs> you would know. And I'm like. <laughs> Why would you know that? <laughs> but the conclusion of this story was the most amazing thing, which of course Bob ends up working in the freak show, but Linda's story was amazing. She had allergies and left and, Bob. And Louise's explanation for why she joined a nunnery. 
Well, for sister she act. thought it was going to be like Sister oh, Act. Yes. It wasn't. And now she's in jail. <laughs> the the end. end. And I was like, wow, Louise is amazing. I love her. Yep. But, but my favorite has to be Tina. Tina's story. Tina's was way too close to reality. I was just like, this is not cool. Right, because Tina realizes early on that her parents would not have been able to be so charming to one another upon their first <laughs> meeting if it weren't for uh, the mustache ring getting stuck. And so she realizes, oh no, they would have never gotten together and basically spins a whole tale that is if Hugo had been Bob. Yes. And how it just would have been awful for Linda and their children would have been the worst of the worst. I know. I love that the children were the complete opposite of the children. Mona, yeah. Dean, and Charlene. Mona, Dean, and yeah. Charlize. Mona with her appropriate <laughs> level oh, of interest in boys. boys. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, what was it? Dean, uh, trying to get out of his, yeah, trying to get out of his, yeah, you can't bear the spotlight. Yeah. yeah. And, I'm and, not uh, yelling. I'm sorry. And Charlize with your stickers and your princess dolls. <laughs> the sweet princess spin around. <laughs> What do you want me to do to help with the business, Dad? Well, Just I, twirl for me. And I love that Bob, the health inspector, came in and she was so twirling angry. around. And she's like, I'm Princess Spin Around. And he's like, I'm pretty sure that's not, not a real princess. princess. And then you saw like... I the, hate you! The <laughs> one shade of real Louise. That was so cool. I love yeah, it. it was hilarious. I also liked the, the detail when, um, when uh, Hugo came in and was like... Hey, uh, what was it? Mona, uh, Jimmy Jr. wants to take you to a zombie movie. It's just like, ah, Jimmy Jr. and zombies. Oh, I know. Maybe in a parallel universe. <laughs> so good and yeah. so on the nose. Yeah, it was. It was really on but the nose. But it was the best way to wrap up it the was. whole thing, yeah, too. Yeah, because it was so based in reality. And I loved that interaction between Bob and Linda, With where the- Linda's like, I feel like I'm missing something. And uh, it's probably that's, diarrhea. There's a weird feeling inside of me. Oh, it's probably salmonella. Could yeah. be salmonella. Yeah. It's the like, whole through line of like, is there fate? And then they wrap it up in the yeah. one line where she's like, oh, fate is real. It's just really random. Oh, I feel so much better. And he's oh, like, then that's, that's it then. That's it. That's and then, it. Yeah. And then we found out why he was losing his hair was because he was riding his bike so much that yeah. the testicular failure was from sitting on that thing for too long. It all circles back. Basically, the moral of this episode is don't ever exercise. Yeah. So just, just never again. Nope. And I love how we, I like it. we tied it up with a perfect bow with with uh, Hugo and I can't remember Ron. Ron, Ron yeah. And he's like, don't, "Don't you, Hugo? Don't you that ever was... feel like we were meant to be together? Stop, stop bringing this up." Yeah, and it was just like he was so angry, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm so glad that you guys are together." <laughs> so good. I love that. Do you guys have any final thoughts beyond that? I feel like that. I'm so excited about the rest of the I season. Know. The rest of the season has it's been gonna all, be so good. It's gonna be so amazing. I know. This, Bob's Burgers is a show that I feel like has just gotten better. Every single season. It's so good. And while I don't feel like this episode eclipsed anything from last season, let's get real, last season's season premiere, Work Hard or Die Trying Girl, you will Mm. never have a better season premiere than that. Nope. Uh, But it's Bob's Burgers just always brings its A-game. It's so strong, and it Mm. just keeps getting better and better and better as as the writers and the performers get a better grasp on these characters and how they all relate to one another. So I'm really excited to see what's coming up. I'm really hoping not to like get into like too much because I know we got to wrap up here. It's a a really heavy prediction because I know that we've kind of teased this at one point. I want Louise to finally like kind of see what love feels like with Tina and then Tina's yeah. like I can help you I know that there's been there's something that was really close to that but there was Louise was yes. just like nope it was just gas or something weird like that yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm really yeah. hoping that it, it we might get like a little itty bitty of that because technically she's supposed to be getting older yeah she's growing up I would love to see that yeah yeah. I think it'd be great 
Awesome. Just what I'm expecting. Well, thank you so much for tuning in tonight, guys. I hope you're all as excited about this after show as we are to be talking about it because we love, love, love Bob's Burgers. Alexis, where can people find you on the internet if they want to keep up with what you're doing? Well... (laughs) <laughs> they can keep up with me all over social media as ATORS890. I'm also going to be having a Q&A video coming up in two weeks, so please send me your questions. At, if you use Twitter or put it in the comments down below, use the hashtag AskATORS890. And where is that Q&A going to be? On YouTube.com slash ATORS890. Elena. You can find me on Twitter at Elena Jordan, as I am Elena Jordan. <laughs> and you can find me on Instagram at that Elena Jordan girl. Elena Jordan was taken. Oh, <laughs> and you can find me all over the internet at Emma Fife. You can also find all three of us tomorrow yeah. on the yeah. Face Off After Show here at AfterBuzz TV. Uh, be sure to also check out all of our sister networks, Popcorn Talk, mm-hmm. Black Hollywood Live, yeah. Every Girl, Book Circle. We're all, it's all happening here at AfterBuzz Media. Uh, and uh, yeah, so Emma Fife, it's my name, E-M-M-A-F-Y-F-F-E. That's all F's as in Fred. No S's as in Snake. They tend to sound the same when you record them or they are on the phone. And uh, tune in next week, guys, for some more delicious Bob's Burgers action. Bye. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal. 